Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 353. Got an amazing guest for you tonight. You will be able to find him on Instagram as Pop Shrooms. Hello, Chris. How you doing today? You want to tell us how you're doing and, of course, where we can find you? Please, good sir. So, are you talking to me now? Yeah, I am talking to you. Right on, right on. <laughs> so, my G, Pop Shrooms 2. Pop Shrooms 2. Make sure whenever you go there that you're thinking, Michael family. Yeah. So, I am very honored to have you on this show. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh, oh, this is exciting. I, I, 353, the third deal of doing this? Or did you just give it yeah, a random well, number? No, sir. No, sir. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, coming up here in March or May, uh, March 25th, there we go, uh, will be the uh, one, and, one year episode of this show. And bro. since uh, March 25th of last year, I've done 353 of these episodes. I Three thought... 24-hour episodes and one 12-hour hash how-to video and probably another 300 wormholes on top of all that. Let me tell you, I'm proud of that, man, because that just means you're bro you're blowing out knowledge or you're at least facilitating, like I said earlier, facilitating communication. I don't mean those as big words, just stringing two together. That's the real deal. Much more we can't do as humans, man. You're giving a lot away. Time. Look at the time you're putting in, bro. That's some serious commitment to your cause. That's like warrior. Seriously. No, I'm not joking. I'm not trying to blow smoke. That's a lot. Of, I, you're doing way more than I thought, for sure. You're not competing with me, though, man. I, sorry about that. I, I'll blow you up. But no, no, no. I'm kidding you. I'm kidding you. The truth is, bro, that's a big that I'm I'm impressed. Con respect, congratulations for show three five three, and everything else you, you're doing. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Right. That's pretty awesome. Honestly, that means a lot. It really does. Kindness, bro, that's kindness with the capital K. People don't know. They they tune in for half an hour. They watch Eagle. They see. I don't even know what you're doing over there, but I know that I know you're doing something and it isn't for you. I I trying to make sure it's not about me. Bro. With you. What I what Joe. I do here is I first time I've ever show, I try to I try to showcase uh like anybody and everybody in the cannabis industry, from the smallest home grower to the large scale home grower to you know, IPM people to soil people to anybody that has knowledge and wants to tell their cannabis journey and, uh, is who I get on uh, night after night. And it's, it's been a huge learning experience for me. Oh, how uh, could it not? I love meeting people and it's to hear stories and how cannabis has affected them in their life and what has, you know, set them on the path that they're on. It's just, it's incredible. It's yeah, very happy. It's a, I, I'm feeling kind of the same thing from my end, you know, with the my path as it were today. 
which is, you know, in, in the whole shroom end of things. And I got to say, I get it, man. The more you hear and, and communicate with people, the more, it, especially if it's like-minded people, you're all it's doing is pounding the nail in deeper that you're doing the right thing. The nail's just being pounded in every day, but boom, yep, another story, boom, another save, boom, another life moving in the right direction, boom, I love this stuff, boom. I mean, that's what you get every night. It's good, positive stuff. Congrats. Well, thank you for doing what you do with the, the mycology there. You know, it's saving lives and it's changing lives on many fronts, you know, just like cannabis, you know, Bro. mushrooms as a medicine have been suppressed for way too long, way too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a wonderful thing that we're finally being open-minded now about uh, its medical uses. And I'll tell you, like, I'm that living testament of the open-mindedness. You talk about, you know, don't think that this gray-haired old fella has always been open-minded. It's funny how life morphs you. There were times through the, uh, my, I'm in my mid-60s now, and um, you're talking in the, my 30s and 40s of my path through life. I was probably the most dyed-in-the-wool very conservative don't step outside of this box don't step out of that side side of that box guy other than my whole life and if we ever get the whole story i've always smoked some reefer always it was a it's a medicine it's that one medicine i can't even get high from the stuff at that point it was just i did it just to manage my own um at this point i know that it was like manic depressive at some point almost bipolar undiagnosed that was a way to manage my life and very successful life but i had to smoke a little weed every day just to monitor myself and that was that's the way it went but i was very very conservative super conservative got older you take some circles around that i don't even call it a sun anymore i don't even think of it as a sun I've changed. I don't even think of that yellow thing that's so beautiful. It's a star, bro. We're all stars, man. And we, we are, we, at least if we're not stars, we rotate around a star. Like when you wake up and you think about, man, that's a star. That's got power. It's got energy. It's feeding us vitamin D. It's a beautiful thing. It's not just some planet, some orb out there. Man, our first minute of our day, we are already being shined on by a star. A freaking star is shining on us. So what are we going to do with that information? My goodness, we got a day to live. We got sun shining. I take it back. A star is shining. How much cooler is that? Uh, this, the sun shining on you is kind of normal, right? But a star is shining on you. Real, a real deal is shining. Man, I gotta go get some of that star shine. It's a big deal. I'm not kidding. So now I'm 63 years old. Okay, I'm gonna give you a small example. If I'm rambling, I apologize. Am I rambling? Is there something you should be covering? Am I rambling? No, hell, I'm loving this. No, okay. please run with it. Let me tell you this ramble, right? So you go on a small day trip. 
yeah, you're going to go from here to there. You're going to go on a picnic. Yeah. But it's afternoon off. You're able to relax. You go here, you come home. When you went, you did a lot of observing. You went and you're like, well, you noticed there was cows in the pasture over there. And you notice, oh, that mountain over there had a little snow on the top of it. Oh, the brook looked pretty right where you had your picnic. You notice things because you have time and you can look at them. Next time you go on that same picnic, you'll notice, oh, the cows are gone. The snow's not on the mountain anymore. But you went on another small trip, same area, and you noticed things. I told you that story because of this. Now imagine you get to take 63 trips around the star that we call the sun. We take 63 trips around. Well, the first couple of trips around, you don't notice much. But about your third, fifth, seventh, eighth, 23rd, 33rd, 55th trip, you start noticing stuff. And you also, the next time around, you're like, wait, next time around, I want to look tighter. I want to look even Zoom in more on that thing and boom, you kind of miss it. But next time around, you get a bigger piece of the picture. Man, by the time you've got your 63rd trip around that star thing, there's so much doesn't matter. There's so much jet and flotsam, bro. There's so much, man, there's so many things to look at. There's so much to observe. There's so much that the little things that we worried about when we were 32 years old about whether or not that girl was going to like me at the bar. Are you freaking kidding me? I spent a whole three weeks worrying about if she was going to call me back. Are you kidding me? Take another couple of trips around the star and see if it matters. Man, I love your energy and perspective on uh, waking up and bathing in a star versus the sun. Uh, it's an awesome perspective and it, a better way to look at it for sure. Makes it, you I mean, feel more grateful for you. The you got to be right. It's freaking star. And I don't just make this up tonight. I mean, I, it's a, it is a changed, it's a changed perspective. I sort of program that perspective into my brain. In the last few years, I have a little thing I call it a practice, neuro-linguistics programming. Change a word, neuro-brain, linguistics, what we speak, programming, do it all the time. Stop calling it the sun, call it a star. Just do one thing like that. Your whole perspective about that shine will change. Just change that one word in your vocabulary. Never call it a sun again, call it a I'm not talking to you and I'm telling you to do that. That's what I'm trying to do. And it's not always easy. I In our conversation here, I've called it a sun eight times when I really want to keep calling it a star. So it's a star, gosh darn it. And as long as I call it a star every day, I'm getting stars. I want to call it a sun. That's a normal ass day. Everybody gets sunshine. It's, it's an amazing way to look at it. It is. I, I really, I really like it. You know, uh, Les Brown, who's uh, one of the most motivational speakers I listen to occasionally, and he always says, you know, when you're thinking about your dreams, always aim for the moon. That way, if you missed, you'll always be amongst the stars. I kind of, uh, I kind of like that. And uh, but man, I want to pick on it too because I'm also like. 
first of all, don't aim there. That's a linear aim. That's another thing that men do. Men, we are always, we we're, go to the top, go far, go make it, again, shoot for the moon. As men are, uh, men, not just men, I mean human homo sapiens. I include women in our, in our unfortunate group here of we're all, we think linear, we think binary, win, lose, top, bottom, uh, in, out, yin, yang, black, white. Nature, nature doesn't have a win in her. She doesn't have wins in her, man. She wakes up, she, what looks like a win can be a loss. What looks like, oh, that lion, it died. That looks like a loss. No, there's a bunch of other animals are going to eat from it. And then a bunch of cockroaches and ants, and it's going to decompose and a new hump of grass will grow there. So that isn't even a loss. So nature doesn't win or lose. There is no binary. You know what nature does, bro? Nature wakes up every morning and goes to work. She puts in her time. She goes to bed at night. She doesn't complain. She just does her job follows her nature, does what's appropriate, what's comfortable, what's right. And you know what? If it's complicated, great. If it's basic, great. She isn't asking for anybody's compliments, telling her you did a great job this morning, nature. But we all want that. She isn't out there trying to tell you how to do it either. But we're out there, not you and me, but we're out there, men, telling each other what to do and how to do it. Nature hasn't drawn one circle or one real boundary. There isn't a boundary in the world drawn by nature. Men have all done that on maps. Nature doesn't spend money. We made that up. I'll go to my mushrooms. I hate, I hate borders, bro. I hate them. I hate borders anymore. Because guess what? There isn't a spore in the world that can't blow from here to Canada. If it left my lab, it can go to Canada really easily. It has that right. I don't. How wrong is that? How screwed up are we that as homo sapiens, we can't go across an imaginary border, but spores can. How much smarter are they than us, bro? They got it. They figured it out eons ago. That's why they've been around forever and they'll be around after we blow the planet up. Because they don't Bill, want, I actually, they don't want circles. They don't have anybody keeping anybody apart. I, you know, I actually think they they will be here forever, and I think well, they were Bill, here long before us. They will. I, it's I hate here. to say it, but no, I, you know, and I, 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 I'm honestly thinking as of late, as of this whole last year, <clears throat> this journey has taken me a lot of places. Uh, it's taken me, you know, can't, my realization of where I thought my love for cannabis was has become way deeper. And then in my journey through cannabis, it's taken me, well, I've always had an interest in mushrooms, but I, uh, if, if we get there, we get there. I'll tell you my story in, with mushrooms at, at some point. But it's weird that as my, down my journey with cannabis, I've kind of, uh, ventured down with organics side of things as well 
and I've realized the importance of the mycology in the soil. And then all of a sudden I realized how important it was in our bodies as well. The same microbes, you know what I mean? That was the communication network from plant to plant to tree to tree and the same intelligent uh, present it has in our guts, all the same, same. And I, 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 can't, I think it's eerily similar to what we've seen in Avatar. You know, that communication, the fungal network in the soil, all, all one being like uh, undernet. It should, it's not the internet. It should be the undernet, the communication right. undernet of it all. Yeah. And I haven't realized how actually intelligent the mycology actually was until I actually started reading into like books like the dirt cure and stuff like that. It, it, it really is a second brain. You talked about it being smart. Man, I've seen some really crazy stuff as of late about mushrooms and how intelligent they really are and how they affect us and our thinking and our, and our, our gut. They really are a second brain. Our, whole, our holistic being. Here's what's happened, unfortunately. The homo sapien group who we are as homo sapiens, we overran, we were overpopulated and therefore destroyed things as a result. We didn't have that intention as a, as a species, but we're not a species that is, here's the bottom, the bottom line. Our egos, our egos and our desire to, to especially today to, well, I'll go to somewhere else on the culture issues. But the minute you make money, something important. The minute you say, I glorify the idea that it's important to have a yacht in a harbor in the Mediterranean that I'm going to go sit on the deck once a year and it costs $5 million. And the janitor at the company that I'm that I own has seven kids and he can't feed them. But I do have a yacht that I'll go sit on the deck once a year. It cost me $5 million. And people want to be that guy and they want to go sit on that deck. As long as that exists in the world, we're screwed. We should all want to go blow up the, bo the, the boat and then tell the guy nobody gets to deserve that kind of pay at, um, discrepancy. Nobody's worth that kind of money versus the janitor. Because here's what we're forgetting. Here's what Mr. CEO of the business is forgetting. The janitor's cleaning his poop hole where he shits. He's cleaning that. There should be so goddamn much respect for that man. But it's not. I'm going to take his money and go sit on a fucking yacht. Well, then you're kind of getting everything's out of balance. And until the people can tell that guy he's wrong, we're not doing that. We're feeding that as our culture. We're telling our culture, want to be, who do you want to be? Do you want to be the janitor? Or do you want to be the guy on the yacht? And 80, 90, 95% of the guys raise their hand and say, I want to be the guy on the yacht. I don't want to be a janitor. I want to hear the guy say, I have so much personal pride in the man that'll clean someone else's poop hole? Jesus Christ, do we have it backwards in it? 
Where's it? When's it going to change? Who's going to change it? It's only going to change one guy at a time, man. As soon as I look, I can't tell a guy on a yacht. That's really cool, bro. I like you. Oh, you're cool. I like you, man. You're cool. I look at a guy on a yacht. You know what I'm talking about? A guy that would spend that kind of ridiculous. I look at a guy like that, and I want to puke on his yacht. And then have a then the janitor can go there and clean it up and get paid overtime. At least make it work the janitor's time. I'll help you make some extra bucks, bro. Let's go puke on his yacht. I I like you. I like the I like you. Can I call you Chris? <laughs> or would you prefer me call you Pop Pop, Pop Troops? Stick with Pops, bro. Pop? Yeah, yeah. I will call you Pops. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the that's my you know. It makes me there isn't anything at the end of the day, here's the sad part. We're all telling the guy that, oh God, what a great looking yacht you've got. He's gonna die pretty soon. 10, 15, 30 years. Who knows? What's the yacht going to do? The yacht's going to sink or it's going to turn into a rust bucket or something like that. I got tons of crap here right now, Eagle. Tons of shit all in the brick houses. I got, I own freaking a bunch of them. What are they going to do with them when I die? Who get up? And take it with you. Just be, you don't take anything with you. You should. The goal is to have a dime in your pocket left when you go. That's the goal. One dime left. But live clean, live clean where you're not depending on anybody. You're not an impacting anybody else. Nobody has to support you. Nobody has to take care of you. And take care of yourself. Have your side of the street clean. That's it. And then the rest of it, spend the rest of your life, whatever you got, giving it away. Because there's no way. What are you going to do with it when you're in a dirt pile or a bag of dust? You don't want to hear about humility? Let me give you one, 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 one perspective of humility. And we're so screwed up on it. I was reading recently. Over, If we just take time as we know it, like, quote, unquote, from the Big Bang when time began till now. And then you take recorded history, where man started understanding enough to actually write on a stone tablet, chisel something. Now we're writing. We're in a communication phase of humans, uh, homo sapiens. Okay? Take that time between the time we started writing till now, and then take a book, War and Peace, War and Peace is a book this thick, and it's going to represent time, you know, all the time we know. The time that man's been around and been writing a book or writing represent one period in that whole book. One period in the whole book of War and Peace is our written history time. One period. Now, that's seven, six, seven thousand years. You and me, we're only living in one year of that time as we're talking right now. So how small is our little speck on that period inside the book, War and Peace of Time? We're the smallest little dust particle. Nothing. Nothing. 
Who do you think you are that you have a boat that makes a difference? We're nothing. We're just little. We're such a small speck. And I get to be here, bro. I get 70 years on my cycle. 70, 80 from the 90. Oh, I had an extra 10 years bonus. You know what? That 90 years is nothing. It's a blink. It's blink, blink, blink in the in the world of, of worlds of life. It's a blink. If you don't do something in your blink, what a waste. You get one blink. A blink this big. But we wake up every day. Oh, today isn't good enough. No, they didn't take care of me. Oh, I'm good. We're going to spend our blink complaining? We're going to spend our blink feeling sorry for ourselves? We're going to spend our blink, blink, this big. We're going to spend our blink doing what? Asking for people to give to me? Or I know what I'm going to do with my blink. I'm going to go make yacht. I'm going to go put yachts in the Mediterranean and, and have big titted chicks and, and be on the end of that yacht in my blink. By ripping off my janitor. That's what I'm going to do in my blink. So we have one blink of starshine. Man, I seriously, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, Pops. I love your attitude. I love your attitude. It is much of what I preach on this show, to be honest with you about doing nice things for others, chasing your dreams. Because like you said, if you, I've said this to a lot of people, you know, if your plate's too full, you need to lessen it up. If you're not what's feeding what's your soul, what you're not actually doing what's right and what's making you happy inside, you are fucking wasting your time. You're yes. wasting your time. You're, actually you're wasting other people's time. Yeah, you're spinning your wheels. But, you know, there's also, to me, there's some real, I'm not saying anything you just said isn't right. I'm just, there's also a lot of self-help garbage in there, out there too. Because, you know what? A lot of it is just freaking, I'm back to, I am, I won't do anymore, bro. I, I'm a Marine. I'm a Marine. Like, I came from, I from the time I was 18 years old, I put time in the Marine Corps. I was taught, I swore, and I, I was trained, and I was programmed to kill and bleed blood for my country and America and the flag. And, man, I'm today, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody out there. I don't care about flags anymore. A flag is a fake symbol of patriotism that somebody created to separate me from my brother in Iran. I have brothers in Iran that I'm talking to at four o'clock in the morning, because that's the time they can talk, that are growing mushrooms for medicine for people in their country, and they can die. They will be beheaded. They will have their heads cut off if their farms are found. Because somebody in their religion decided that that's not okay. So if you think that that flag, my flag is going to stop me from going to his flag, to flags. Flags are a fake way to keep us separated. 
That's all they are. They're symbols of, of they used to be, they might have been at one time something different. I'm not going to, I'm not treading on other people's beliefs. Mine are today. Screw flags, screw boundaries, screw circles, screw tribes, screw religions. Nobody's right. Nobody. Who thinks that, oh, my way is the right way and everybody else is wrong, but I'm going to, my job is to bring everybody to the right way, so I'm going to spend my life being a preacher and a teacher. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Why don't you just give them a loaf of bread? Just give them a loaf of bread and go home. But instead, you want to poke him in the eye and tell him he's wrong, you're right. Instead, you want to blow each other up. Give each other a cup of water. Instead, we're drawing boundaries and saying, there's seven of us here. There's only three of you. Another one. Here's another one. Made in China. We used to, oh, you look at made in China. That's a terrible thing. We were, we've been programmed that as, as United States citizens. There's nothing wrong with stuff made in China. They do it just as good as us. It's all shitty. Everybody makes it to be in them, in obsolete in a minute anyways. But we look at something and say, it's made in China, it's bad. No, it's not. There's nothing wrong with it. If it says made in USA over there, there's nothing wrong with it. Whoever made it, you have, the consumer gets to decide, I like the product, I don't like the product. I like the quality, I don't like the quality. But it has nothing to do with whether it says where it was made. But the minute we said that, We've already said in lead us nope, the Chinese stuff, they make crap and we make good stuff. No, they don't. Otherwise, they wouldn't own the marketplace. And what's good and what's bad? There you go with linear thinking again. If, forget linear thinking. It isn't about who won, who made good, who made bad. They made more. They made 70 of them. You made 30. Your 30 were made like this. Their 70 were made like that. So what? But it's a win-lose, good, bad, ours better, yours worse, draw boundaries, Chinese bad, American good. Stop. Give a Chinese guy a loaf of bread. Guess what he'll give you? He'll give you a cup of water. Both of you guys are going to be pals. Meanwhile, spores are blowing all around you, and they don't care. Thank you for your passion. You know, I appreciate everything you're doing, my friend. I really do. Because this is a medicine. And more and more people are discovering, not yet just you know, psilocybin, you know, that type of medicine, but mycology across the board, lion's mane. There's medicine, tons of medicine across the board in mushrooms. Just the process. Here's what happens. Much of the psilocybin use is for people with anxiety much what ends up happening if somebody just starts to get to the grow the depression automatically goes away because they have something to look forward to now i have a reason to wake up and get off my couch or get out of my musty moldy bed man i got something to do today i get to make some jars like this i get a i get a prep jars and i get to put them in the pc and i get them get them ready I got a project today. Then I get to put it on a shelf and I get to watch it colonize tomorrow. I get to see how far it grew. They have something to look forward to. That's the depressed guy. The anxious guy 
he's in the game too. Guess why? Because I'm teaching him. You just inoculated the jar. Now you can't touch it for five days. Ha ha. Put it away. Don't touch it. Oh, but I got to touch it. Oh, but I have to. I'm anxious. I'm that kind of guy. You touch it, you're going to have a bad grow. Put it away for five days. I'll put it away. You watch. It worked. Guess what? Anxious guy starts calming down. He starts learning. I start being less anxious. I start paying attention to my grow. And it works. Depressed guy, anxious guy, all of us weirdos just growing it. And I haven't even started taking the medicine yet. But just to grow it changes who you are. And and here's the key. You become kind. You have to. If you're angry and mad at this thing, it doesn't want to play. If you treat it with goodness and kindness, you're the creator. You're the guy that's making it. Nobody's in there screaming at their creation. So if you're an angry person or you have anger issues or if you're a person that just wants to take things out on the world, it won't work. So now you're going to have to calm down. You're going to have to start being kind and patient and peaceful. And you can turn all of your personality flaws into make them go away. And the next thing you know, 21 to 30 days later, you have medicine that's going to change people's lives. And it just changed your personality. And you haven't even touched the medicine yet. So, do you believe in fate? I, I, you know, if you go back and watch this, you can read chat, okay? Actually, if you had another device, you could have read chat as it's going along right now, because we are live, and currently have, there's 66 there's watching. Are there people? Really? Because all I see is you and me. I don't even know. I forgot people were even watching. I thought it was just you and me talking. Oh, no, there's 67 and climbing right now. People watching and follow along with this. I have if no you had another I... device or another computer, you can bring this up on YouTube and Actually, watch us and read chat along. Here, I do have another device. Uh, Eagle Gardens on YouTube, you'll find us. We're currently live. Just type in you Eagle Gardens and it'll bring up my channel and we'll be right there front and center and you can read the chat. How uh, interesting. But what's the chat a couple. stuff I should be paying attention to? Because I'm just screaming at the at your screen here. I don't mean to be doing I thought it was just you and me. And I'm now I'm kind of embarrassed. Not that anything I've said hasn't been I mean every minute of it, but it, I if I knew people were listening, I would have been more interactive, I think. I'm sorry. Oh no, this is the way we like it. This is oh. the way we like it. I wouldn't <laughs> have it any other way. Okay. To be All honest right. with you. And a few minutes ago, uh, if you, you know, you go back and watch us, you'd still be able to, if you watch the replay, you, the yeah. chat, you'll still be able to read the chat and everything that was said. Okay. And I said, like, probably five, ten minutes ago, uh, this, I believe this interview could have been fate, to be fate. honest with you. Uh, who said that? You said, oh, you're typing this? I said that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can talk to chat, and you can too, actually, but it, you can actually direct direct them, address them, you know, directly if you'd like. 
okay, this has been a great show. Oh, that's good. Just click. That's good. Well, you're just what a great format you have just, going. So just click the video, and then when it comes up, pause the video because you don't need to watch us. You can watch us on Zoom, <laughs> right? And then right. Chat, chat will just roll. Chat if you bring up now on YouTube, hit well, live chat on, on that. YouTube, but I don't know if you can see it. I'm on YouTube, but it doesn't seem. I'm so. I wish I was sharper on. I, I can't imagine. No, no worries. And if I'm, you type I'm, it, if you type in Eagle Gardens already, you should be on my channel, and then it should show a box with us, and you just click on that. Okay, but this is a different YouTube. Hold on a moment. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it on this phone because it's going to make me sign in, and if I sign in, then it'll make me sign off on that other phone that I'm on. So that's okay. That's all right. Maybe you can walk me through chats if there's somebody asking a question, if there's something I'm just I'm rambling too much. That's okay if I don't see their chat. Oh, no, no. I'll figure no, it no, out. We're absolutely loving this. You've been spot on on everything you've said, to be honest with you. You know, and I appreciate everything you're saying. It's so, so true, to be honest with you. And, uh, but... I, I believe this is fate, to be honest with you. Everything you've said about, you know, passion and it's it all relates to what I'm doing here. And I've kind of a couple of days ago kind of went hmm, second guess things. I needed a little kick in the ass about focus, you know, okay. where I wanted to take my dreams and everything. I get it. I get it. This, you're saying, Pops, you're giving me a jump of energy just about the time I needed it. Perfect. I'm glad to hear it, man. Yes. It's fuel. We fuel each other, bro. That's all there is to it. And so if that's what you meant by fate, you better believe it. But I don't call it fate, not this. Fate's like a fake word. Fate's something we made up. You know what this is? This is dimensions that we we don't get. Again, back to what I was telling you, when man's doing that, I'd never finished that thought about we're binary, win, loss, People talk about what journey are you on? Like I'm a cat. Well, I'm up here on my journey, and you're back here on my on your journey. How could I be ahead in my journey just because I I know more about this one little thing than you? You know fifty things more about fifty things than I do. So you're ahead over here, and then you're over here, and this guy's over here. There is no ahead. There is no behinds. <laughs> And we're just bouncing all, we're all in there, bouncing around. And we pass each other, and then we go past each other, and then run each other, run each other on all your life. There's not a winner, and there's not a loser, there's not a leader, and there's not a follower. We're just in there to make sure that if we're in that, that thing bouncing around, don't bounce into somebody else and hurt them. If somebody else needs help bounce around, help them. Make sure it's all everybody bouncing good because they're not going to bounce for long. Remember what I said before? We only have a blink. How what are you going to do for your blink? You get a little bit of time bouncing around in there. And it isn't, I don't want to spend any time in there trying to be ahead of anybody or behind anybody or, or winning or losing or on the side of a boundary or this flag's better than that flag. I don't have time for that. I got a blink here. 
And it's, it's going to take, it takes a lot of circuits. Is That's the sad part. I was 50. I didn't know that. I was still circling that star and still, it, okay, I'll know more in the next circuit. And But now at this time, listen to the old man in the, in the white, white jacket. Listen to him. He's been around that star a few times. And he's telling you that shit doesn't matter. Again, I, you know, you can say what you want, but I really believe because, again, I uh, this no, this hey, interview, the energies were this, supposed to be there. You talked to me about us getting together three weeks ago. You weren't even close to feeling the way you did two days ago. So, no, it wasn't fate at all. We've been planning oh, this. It was. Together. It was, though. But see, saying that Buy it. Let me explain. Let me explain this. Let me explain, and maybe you'll buy. Tell you why, and then I'll be maybe. No, I'm gonna finish, and I'll tell you why I say no. Because you're now accepting whatever you are accepting. You decided you're the one making up. Oh, this is fate. Now I'm getting. No, you're sitting there being the sponge that you decided to be. You're deciding sitting there. I'm gonna receive from pops tonight. This sounds good. This sounds right. There's a lot of energy. I need this. But it isn't because fate dropped some special gift on you. No, you're getting this right now because you're opening your own brain up and saying, this is what I need, this is what I want. This feels good. This is right. You're the, you're the master of it. No uh, outstanding fake thing called fate. You're making these decisions. You're making the decision, open your brain and say, I like this and I like you getting it because boom, that's what our energies are supposed to do to each other. Bounce around and share. Okay, now I'll shut up and listen. Tell me why it's fake. Okay. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. tell you why. And All I right. still, even after your rant, and I after respect rant, everything you just said. It's fate and I, not you. I still, I'm siding with fate here because, okay, this is why I say it's fate. I've been on this journey now for almost a year, coming up on a year. A couple of weeks ago, things were getting a little shaky. I, you know, I was getting a little frustrated with trying to find guests and quality of the show and this and that and life in general started to make me question my path my journey my my uh my sincerity in the dream okay things got really shaky and i really started to question it. i really got into a bad spot really got into a bugaboo in my head to be honest with you okay things got a little bit foggy and then i kind of hit bottom a little bit with it all and then I kind of, as you do when you hit bottom on anything, you, you find out what's important to you, the directions you want to take. And you pick up and you grab them things that you hold dear and you head off into the directions because you know now that these things are near and dear to you. And this is what you want. And that's where I was a few days ago. So I hit that spot and I picked up my belief that I was going to take in cannabis. And I'm gonna, I've said this for the last few days. I'm all in now. I see what I want to do. I'm all in. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to finish out my dream. 
So, and, and again, I have to like back up. I, there's a hole where mushrooms actually fall into a big part of this whole thing. And I, maybe we can revert back to that, but I want to go to now and the fate. Uh, so I, I kind of got back on track. And when I decided that I was all back in with cannabis and this project that I had going, because this project means a lot to me and on the community that I've created. At that point, when I was really trying to get back on course and things were starting, the, the good feeling about this project that I had was coming back. I could feel the energy in this and what I wanted to do and that nothing was going to stop it. I started seeing the angel numbers again. They were they they faded for a minute. The one one What's one an two, two twos. What's an angel number? Angel numbers are re- repeating numbers, like when you see oh, one okay. one or two two what two. I have stuff an like that. I haven't. I didn't. I wasn't they, clear on the term. I know what you mean. Okay, okay. Angel number. I'm good with so, you. So and they and they have me. They, all they have a bunch of meanings, and they. I had stopped seeing them for a while, but once I started clear about wanting to do this show again, it, I started seeing them again. Okay, and okay. then you know. As far as finding you, you were suggested by somebody in chat. And I went, you know, they, they sounds like a great guest. Hit him up and tell him DMAT to give me a DM. You pop back, hitting you up. And then we scheduled this episode. Now we fast forward to today. This is, you know, this this re, re uh, invigoration of in this project is, you know, that revelation is only a couple days old and then here you pop on and much of everything you spoke about tonight is almost everything i've been almost everything in the drum i've been beating this last year you know the way to live help people out you know not doing things for profit doing things for the right reasons i end every show every show would do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness will change lives. Every show I end that with. And tonight with you, the message that you came on with, it's everything that I needed to hear. It is like, like you were meant to come on and go, hey, the, hey, buddy, remember, these are the things that are important to you. Remember, this is what you started this with. So, and then with that aspect, you are kind of the cheerleader I needed to fucking hear tonight. You were, I honestly believe that these paths were crossed in well, okay. some way. I'm going to just, I'm going to so. take, I mean that, uh, thank you, brother. And from the bottom of my heart, because you know what? I'll give you a, a side effect, a side on that for a moment. Let me table a thought, but back to, I hope you weren't hearing me disrespect you by, um, saying fate, uh, you know, making fun of your idea that being fate versus me telling you it's your choice. And, you know, I'm not going to get further arguing on that. I just, fate to me leaves stuff in somebody else's hands. It's all in yours. Bro, you did all of this. You, you're the one that reached out to the, to the guy and made him your guest. You're the one that stayed in contact with me and made sure I knew what time and when and where to show up. You're the one that I had a problem even connecting. I don't even know how to connect up to this stuff. You made sure that it happened. You were so involved in the process. Fate had nothing to do with it. And as you're sitting here right now, 
you're deciding how much of this to accept, how much of it matters. And then some of it's just like, yeah, that part was good, but it's not what matters to me. But this part does. You're the, you're the guy. You're the star of your own universe in that situation. No fate. That's my thinking on that. Now, my end of it, if you think me standing up and doing, I am one of a, well, I'm one hell of a cheerleader. You better believe it. I do one hell of a pom-pom job. I can put pom-pom jobs on with the best of them. But guess what? There isn't a guy, let's go back to a university. Let's pretend we're at some college football game, right? And there's always a stack of cheerleaders. They're the prettiest girls on the team. They're the prettiest girls in the college. And they're all wearing their letter. And they're doing pyramids. There's always a guy. There's one or two of the guys. They're wearing, they're the cheerleader guys. And they're wearing, they're doing the megaphones. And you guys used to make fun of that guy. Well, number one, they got the hot girls. Or the hot guys, if they, that's what they like. And number two, if you think that cheerleader guy with the cheerleader girls, the, that group, they aren't having more fun than anybody at the game, you've got another thing coming. You think the cheerleader, the guy with the pom-poms, isn't getting more energy than anybody else? Yeah, he's giving energy, but he's getting more than anybody in the game. Don't forget that. It's a two-way street. Nothing's one way. Nothing's linear. It's boom, 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 boom. Thank you for letting me be on your show. This means a ton. I'm growing. You're beautiful. Hope people out there get it. This is the way it's supposed to be. You love it. Cheerleaders get more than anybody else. So, you know, and I wanted to point out another thing to where we're similar as well is uh, the growing, the, the way you describe the growing of your medicine, the mushrooms, it's the same way I grow, I describe growing cannabis. And I often talk about that's, that's the defining moment, I think, that uh, when cannabis becomes recreational to medical that instance when you plant that thing and you're spending that time in your room and just like you said you're watching it grow it changes the whole way you think about cannabis it's now you know your medicine you're creating this you know when every day when you go in there it's the same thing it's a loss in that anxiety that plant just takes it away from you it almost melts it you know, yeah. that time you're in your room where you're looking over it, it's just, it's, it fades. It fades everything. You've lost let's yourself remember, and you're now in with the nature of the plant. Let's remember when you begin something, a plant a seed, plant a, you start your spore, you get a bag inoculated. Let's remember, you're taking on the responsibility of being a creator. You're telling, you're telling this, you're telling this situation, whatever, I'll go get something, hold on. You're telling this guy right here, well, let's see. Here's a nice jar full of colonized spawn. You're telling this jar, it's going to start out like this, right? Boop, boop. Starts out, and then you're going to inoculate it with your syringe of whatever. And you're telling it, you're going to let it turn like this, all white, get it all beautiful like that. 
You're responsible for it the whole time. You can make it good. You can make it bad. It's up to you. The people that do it good take their time, care about it, and understand. I created that. And I didn't do it for money. When you do it for money, guess what ends up happening? You have a little money stuff. Okay, go ahead. Go, go get your money stuff. You know what you get when you care? You get the best medicine in the world. Here's the problem. Oh, we do this stuff. Oh, how does it give you a good trip? I don't know. That would be like asking the, I'm not a doctor. I, I, I pretend to, why do I wear a jacket? We'll talk about that. Because it's cleanliness. Because it keeps us professional. But we're always clean in our labs. Back to, I'm not a doctor. But there isn't a doctor in the world that prescribes oxycodone and expects you to go home and abuse it. They don't. Oxycodone came, the first pill that you took was for a pain medicine. It was supposed to, you're supposed to take care of it and do it right. But you go home, you abuse it. Well, when somebody gives you a microdose, you're not supposed to go home and abuse it either. But of course, people go home and they'll take hero doses and they'll do stuff. And that's not the doctor's job to tell them they're right, they're wrong. I'm not involved in telling anybody on the planet what they do is right or wrong. But those little microdoses, the one little, the one little one, if you don't abuse it and you microdose correctly, reach out to me on one of my DMs, you guys. It'll change your life. I agree. I agree. So when exactly, when did it change your life? When did it go from, because you said you were pretty straight laced. So when did this revelation and come on for you? Well, growing up, just getting older, just, you, I, again, I keep going back to the more circuits around the star, the more, I, you know, I just realized a lot of stuff's inconsequential. But let's do the truth, Pops. Originally, like I'm looking at the mushroom game, a lot like the weed farmers out there. And the weed farmers were all chasing the big buck. And at the end of the day, they're all now things are getting legalized and everything's getting regulated. And the big um, weed growers, some of them are getting choked out and they're not able to make the money that they thought that they were going to make or had been making. So some of them are sitting around on piles of money with warehouses. They're, you know, what am I going to do? Well, let's flip these grows and turn them into a big grows and do this, grow this other stuff. Oh, okay, well, let's. I'm kind of sniffing around the edges looking at that too. Wow, that's a pretty smart way to make some money real fast. And this is from a greedy old guy that doesn't need a dime. I'm set for life. And I'm still out there chasing. How am I 60 years old and I'm still figuring out how can I make more money? Not because I have a yacht or anything. I'm not ripping anybody off. I always employed people, always took care of my employees, always was good. But I'm still, why is my brain, I'm talking about my brain, entrepreneurial brain, telling me, wow, that's going to get more money. So that was my original look at it, bro. And then I was getting into it, and I'm like, wait a minute. I started getting personal testimonies coming to me from people that were using this as a medicine. And I'm telling you, it changed my freaking life. 
to change who I was to the bone. A, because I can't grow mushrooms well if I'm a freaking creep. I got to take my time and I got to care about them. But man, when you hear some of the stories, and they're basic, some are basic and some are like, as one, I've shared this the other day on my YouTube. A little girl, she's seven years old. She has a fungus disease in her nails. She can't grow fingernails. Man, you think about a little girl being seven years old. From the, she's gonna like this from the playground for the rest of her life. Teased, made fun of, hiding, ruins your self-image. This is nails. You and me, we're men. We don't get it. They spend a hundred dollars a month on their nails to look beautiful for us, and it matters. And you're an 18 year old girl in high school and you can't grow nails. Everybody's making fun of you. You just want to crawl up on a ball and die. That's not her fault. Guess what? In her early 20s, pops, reach out, we start, but she starts microdosing. Six months later, she's got the most gorgeous nails you've ever seen in the world. That's the reaction for her, the side effect for her. Who the heck doesn't want to do this job? Who doesn't want to wake up everyone? That's one tiny story, and it's some fingernails. I'll tell you a kidney replacement story later. I'll tell you other stories. I'll tell you a brain polyp story beyond the PTSDs, the anxieties, the depressions. And for me, it's lessened my need to smoke weed. I smoked a ton, 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 one microdose in the morning. I smoke maybe two hits a day now, almost out of habit. And it's been really good because my lungs suck. My lungs are 90. I should have stopped a long time ago just for my lungs. So the dosing is saving my life. I don't need to smoke like I needed to smoke before. My own life. So, yeah, I'm, okay. com I'm committed, bro. I'm in it. I'm in for the game. And I don't care who, whatever. Somebody, I wrote something the other day on my um, profile, on my IG. You know what? I don't care if nobody out there gets to dictate my passion, my voice, how loud I am, who I care about, what I care about. Nobody gets to dictate that. I get to dictate it. If you don't like it, Change the channel. I, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I greatly appreciate your passion. I do. These are all same the same way I feel about cash, cannabis. I am, I am right there with you. I, am, I have the same, very same fire. I've seen a lot of the very same. It's helped me. It's changed my life. And it does. It uh, does nothing but make you want to help others. Once you start getting that, it, it Man, just and when it you, needs the fuel. And that's what happened. You know, back it, it's like, I looked at that in a minute. For a minute there, I was like, oh, let's see how I can make some money. And I, <coughs> excuse me. My lungs. <coughs> that random cough that'll never go away because I smoke a lot of weed. Anyways. That's exactly what happened as we reached a point. I'm looking at this and I started helping people. And two, a little over two years ago, bro, I just switched. A total switch in why I do what I do. 
And then I didn't even know about the social media until early, middle of last year, maybe October-ish. I got turned on to Instagram. I'm like, hey, let me be Pops Rooms on Instagram because I'm Pops over here. and That's my business name. I own a business. and All of this is, you know, I've got businesses and a license and this and that. Um, and this place here is dedicated to just what I do. I live somewhere else. I mean, it's all set up. This is not, this is not a game. And it should be a nonprofit organization because I bring in two, maybe, well, you see, I probably bring in, I'm saying this because maybe you have viewers still, I don't know. But we bring in six, oh, seven. there's 85 watching right now. Bro, we bring in six or seven students a week here. Each of my college, I, I came in the other day, man. It was like, I'm addicted to my college, he pops. It goes, I, I'm a heroin, I used to be a heroin addict, but it's changed. I go, isn't it a, isn't it great to have a positive addiction instead of a negative addiction? He's like, this is the best. He goes, man, I have something to look forward to, something I wake up to every day. I get to go check my jars. I get to go check my tubs. I get to go check my Petri plates. I get to go, I get some, man, I'm in the game. I got a game to be in. And I'm like, turn around, bro. Let me see your jersey number. Yeah, you're number one. Look at that jersey number. You're wearing number one, bro. That's this game. You know, and there's, I appreciate what you're doing because, you know, I say this a lot too. I think it's no coincidence that cannabis and mushrooms are being pushed to the forefront as far as medicine goes. You know, well, it, it's, it's so many. They can't argue with the, the results. They're doing the therapy over in John Hopkins um, University right now. People are coming out. They're like me. They're like, whoa, I changed. Wow, I did it. Man, I, was, I changed. And all the doctors are writing it all down going, this stuff, we, we were supposed to be researching this in the 90s and the 80s. Why'd they make us stop? There's a 20-year gap in research and medicine. They turned it off. You know, it couldn't be any better time for a person like yourself to be spreading this knowledge. Anxiety is at an all-time high. All you know, time. kids have it. Adults have it. You know, I'm finding relief in microdosing. There's a gentleman, Bingus, uh, who's in his 60s as well. Just finding the power of microdosing, it's changing his life. And when He's people been, like, almost two weeks. It's like changing a, his life. It's a vitamin, but it just change. It gives you a hope and a feel. And a, just a, a, it isn't a trip. You're a, it's a mood alter. It's like, I'm not going to be morning i'm gonna wake up uh, it's a star that i look at it's a different perspective because this literally we know the psilocybin is reconnecting not reconnecting that's the wrong words connecting neural pathways that have not been connected some of our brains aren't completely wired all the way this little guy goes in there and it fills in and it does some wiring and it changes some other and boom, all of a sudden you're looking at the pops now looks at the sun and calls it a star. Now that's not that was that's holistically done too. He's not drinking alcohol. He had a microdose. And now his life calls it stars instead of suns. That's pretty freaking amazing. 
It is amazing. And it, it is. It's helping and changing so many lives. There's a, another gentleman here that is also uh, in Michigan, Fresh Pork Chops, who's uh, started making an RSO that's part uh, psilocybin, uh, part cannabis tincture. And it's he said it's helping a lot of people, too. So what are some of the strains help? Can you, you want to help us? Because uh, there's a lot of people in chat, and, and uh, myself included. And as we talked about, many people are suffering from anxiety right now. Can you tell us some of the strains that work well and maybe I'm, some, I'm, some cultivation tips? How down is it okay to be on YouTube being that? We can, yeah, we're an open book here. We're an YouTube, open book, you know. There, there's no um, consequences for, for certain topics on YouTube to you or to us or to me or anybody? Sir, I'm on mushrooms right now. <laughs> I've done a couple of episodes where I, me and my guests have been just tripping just balls. Don't call me sir. Number one, don't call me sir. <clears throat> you just cracked me up completely. <clears throat> That's funny as hell, bro. Um, okay. Um, no, basically, the, the uh, if you were asking for potencies, here's the truth. With psilocybin, so much of it is set and setting. Set and setting. You have to be in the right mindset. Your mind has to be right. Or, you know, it's just, you got to be right. And usually, that's why people microdose in the morning. They wake up, your mind's right, and you're serious. Because the other part of this is setting. And you want, usually, in order to even feel the effects of 300 pound guy that takes a little microdose is big after taking, you know, having a steak and three potatoes, probably not going to really feel it. And then he's later going to go, I don't really get the microdose. So now I'm going to have to take eight grams of it. No, you're in the wrong setting. What you want to do is be in an emptier stomach, empty, a microdose in the morning, and you chase it with the citrus drink that activates things. So now you're a little bit of lemonade. Or that's the best thing because the citric in it or orange juice. Now, for the rest of the day, you just gonna have an even flow. Some of the anxiety, some of the depression, some of those things, more than anything, you're bright and you're focused. Why do you think people in the biggest, the biggest users right now are in Silicon Valley? All the tech guys running around in Silicon Valley, they're not running around high in their offices. They're working 12, 14 hours a day, driven, focused machines, sitting there going like this and all happy and good and happy to be there and everybody's in good place. And just doing it naturally, hopefully, health, healthfully. And at the same time, they're eating good foods. They're eating granola bars for lunch. They're probably bicycling to work. I mean, it isn't just the pills changing their life. It's part of the life. It's part of a lifestyle. Part of my lifestyle. You don't, you know, don't think, you, oh, this little microdose pill is a miracle pill. It's not. Am I rambling? No, 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 not at all. You're the guest. You're supposed to ramble. Oh, I'm supposed to ramble. <laughs> You're supposed to. You're killing me. Is there any, like, are people asking me any questions or anything like that? Or are there any comments out there? I don't know. Oh, there's been, 
I haven't been making notes, but uh, there has been tons of questions or uh, comments throughout this. They have, they are loving this. I guarantee you will see if you if your Instagram hasn't blown up yet, it, it will be blown up by morning. I bet you everybody that is in chat will be following along and asking you questions. Oh, we pretty, all bring it. Love yeah, the mythology. That's what's that's what that's what this. That's what we're hoping for. Open up more doors for everybody out there. Anybody and everybody. And uh, we all, you know, there's more and more, you know, the community is waking up more and more. to Strains, bro. You asked me strains. Sorry. Yes, please. Please. Penis envy, bottom line. That's by myth and by legend. Everyone will tell you penis envies. They have other ones out there that are real good and strong. But if you can get your um, people talk about growing a good penis envy, that's what you want. That's your stronger ones. Should they just stick to one in particular fungi? Or should they uh, try to get their hands on a couple and maybe mix them up on their microdose? Well, uh, let's talk about... um, So, Cubensis... Is the is the species of of mushroom that carries psilocybin in it, and and the psilocybin then also synthesizes the psilocin, if I have that word right, psilocin, psilocin. It's a uh, it's a synthesis of the psilocybin, and when you look at a mushroom, uh, let me um, oh, oh, I might have it right here. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <clears throat> when we look at a mushroom that has psilocybin in it, it's unusual in that the fruit of the mushroom is, it will bruise if you touch it, or sometimes you don't even have to touch it, it's going to bruise on its own a blue. We've gone and now there's been a lot of um, lab work and it's proven that that blue is proof of the, of the psilocybin presence in the fiber of the fruit. So, having said that, one of the ways we know humans, not in a lab, you're out in the field, if you pull, pick a mushroom and you, it bruises a bluishness, and also the spores themselves are a purple, they're a dark purple on almost every one of the psilocybin except albinos, that will tell you that you're now dealing with the psilocybin mushroom. There's only a few of them that do that. Here's an example of one. I don't know if my camera's going to show it well, but you see that little guy? Mm-hmm. Can you see him, Good Eagle? I can. You see, the, I can. you see the blueness on there? I do. Okay. So that guy right there is telling you he's magical. He's got a bunch of psilocybin in it. So... Forgetting completely that I jumped ahead and said, penis envy. It really won't matter what kind of shroom you get, as long as it's got that. As long as it's got blue. So there's different strains. Here's one. This is called Ghost. They very good, very strong. Here's another one. Does it have blue pops? Well, I don't know. You tell me. When we pluck them, we pluck them real careful. We try not to blue bruise the stalk, but down at the root, is it blue? Yes, I don't know. Eagle, it. 
I see it. I see okay, it. that's a Burma. Boom. Are we enjoying this out there? You guys got to be loving it. Okay, what about this one? Do they got a little bit of blue on it? One more, we plucked it. Sure does. That's a tidal wave. So there's different strains, different. They all do. We, they grow slightly different. But they're all basics. We teach you how to do it. It's the easiest thing in the world. Here's why it's important that a guy learns how to do it on his own. Because we're about two years away, Eagle. Take my word for it. I'm the old guy that has a little more experience than the rest of you. Take my word for it. We're about two years away. Sure, it's going to be, oh, it's legal. You guys can grow it yourself. No, it's not illegal anymore, just like the cannabis industry. But we're going to regulate it. We're going to tax it. We're going to tell you how to use it. We're going to, and you know what? Big Pharma is going to come in and try to make their own capsules and sell them to you. Well, I don't want Big Pharma to be giving you a capsule. I don't want Big Pharma to teach you how. They don't want to teach you how Big Pharma is going to sell you little capsules that are a crap, just like you get at the dispensary weed now. Okay? You don't want that. You want to grow your own. Grow and grind your own. And you know how you do that? Give me one second. One second. I know we don't need people. This is how you do it. You grow your own. One tub at a time. That's what we teach people. We grow our own. And why? Because eventually they're going to grow it for you. And you're going to get crap. And you're going to get owned by the man again. And screw that guy who doesn't care about you. And so when you grow your own, guess what you do? Guess what Pops does? He grows a bunch and gives a bunch away. They, and the they, they grow their own. To what you do. We're all out there growing out. Give some of it away. And then a bunch give it away. This guy's giving some away. This guy's giving Then Big Pharma can't make any money off of us. And guess what? That, that guy with the yacht. He's the guy that owns Big Pharma, remember? The guy with the yacht, now he can't make his yacht payment. Ha, ha. Let the yacht sink. And you're the guy. We are the guy that get to sink his yacht. Guess how we sink his yacht, you guys? I'm going to tell you guys a secret. You know how to sink Big Pharma's yacht? One tub at a time. I love this guy. Oh. I agree. You can sink I, yacht, yeah. I swear to God. There's no yacht in my... I don't let the... I'll punch a hole in the yacht myself. Well, I am. Yeah, I I punch, I, no, bro. I just said that out loud. Guess what? I wake up every day punching holes in that yacht. Every day, I love it. I freaking love it. I'm punching holes in the yacht every freaking day. Boom, another yacht. Boom, another freaking hole in the yacht. One tub at a time. That's it. So I'm a warrior. Warrior for the right thing. And warriors don't quit. When you wake up, 
Nobody get nobody said, Oh, you, you you're supposed to quit today. Warriors make war till they die. That's what you do. You signed up to be a Michael Warrior, do it till the end. Warriors. I man, I do. I seriously appreciate your fire. I do. Man, it, you're right. You, this is something that people need to learn, that they, this is something that you can do for yourself. We, this is we forget power. We forget. We sit around on our couch and tell ourselves, oh, no, we feel sorry for ourselves. No, everyone's taking advantage of us. You're taking advantage of yourself. It's a gosh-down plastic tub, some dirt and grain, and you can go to work. But instead, oh, I'm sick. I'm tired. I have anxiety. I have depression. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can change all of that one tub at a time. That's all you got. to And then people are doing it. That's the glory of it. That's why I'm so goddamn excited. That's why I jump up and down. I've been at it for 20 hours today already, and I'm not going to go to sleep for another hour because I got a couple tubs that I want to get ready. I was two, two girls, two beautiful ladies. One flying, I hope people are listening to this. You're not going to believe this community. One's flying from Florida to Toledo to her girlfriend's house. Then they're renting a car and driving up here to Detroit so they can spend a day learning how to make a tub so they can grow their own medicine. Bitching. Two more holes in the yacht. Thank you. Two thank more you. holes. No, thank them. Thank them. They're the ones on the plane, and they're the ones driving all the way from Toledo. Thank them. They're the freaking bitching ones. Jeez. Thank them. They're waking me up. They're making me wake up. Thank them. If, I, if they weren't but coming you. from Toledo, I might not wake up tomorrow. I might just take the day off. But I don't take days off. You, you're, you're teaching people how to fish. You know what I'm saying? You're teaching two amazing people, and they can go home, and they can teach others that, you know, if they had... Already happened because my college is not hard. And it's easier than our weed game. Because we can flip a tub in 38. You can flip a tub in 38 right there. You know, beads, it's a so, lot more, it's a much more difficult process. Do you mind telling uh, people, I know you can order spores online, but do you have a, a source that you mind, a credible source you mind throwing out there for people that would like to order some and get their journey started? Okay, it's a really fair question. When we first start, like, we're looking at our show, okay? Our room, the cap opens up, spreads out spores. Okay? The room itself, you have a mycelial network. The room is the reproductive organ of the mycelial network. Okay? That's it's what it is. It's, re, it's wanting to reproduce more mycelium. So it sends out a penis, looks just like one, and that's actually what it is. Don't argue with me out there in the biology world. It's the penis 
of the mycelium goes up. It opens up the cap and it shoots out spores. We're going to call that the sperm. Okay? So now it's shot out sperm. That sperm catches air, wafts off somewhere, and it's supposed to land. That one little spore lands in the perfect spot, just the right temperature, right humidity, a leaf covering it, not much sunshine, everything perfect, just right, one out of a billion, one of those spores. And it, remember, it can cross it border it doesn't have a border it blows wherever it wants nature's in charge not man so now it blows somewhere and start a new mycelium network all from one little spore out of the all of that to say we as humans have figured out we can get those spores out of this guy put them in a syringe and inject them into jars of grain or jars or bags of grain. I didn't have all this ready on purpose. It just happens to be here. Or we can take the spore and inject it into these. That's a fast, that's a way to do it. But Pops is here to tell you that's the, the long way. And it's the completely 100% legal way. In 47 states in the United States, you can buy the spore in a syringe. Give me one second. Well, I have a spore print like this. That's actually a print from an existing cloning. We're basically cloning the mushroom. We take the cap, we make a print. We'll scrape a little bit of that off into a solution and take that solution into a syringe. I would now, from this guy and my syringe, be able to inject into this. And then about 21 days later, it's turned all white and colonized like this. And now I would be ready to turn this into a fruiting body. But my lesson to everybody, because you asked the question, do I have any sources for spore syringes this is what you need to start the answer is you can look online everywhere there's a lot of companies out there selling spore syringes and spore syringes is legal the spores anybody well, there's only a couple of states that don't allow you to ship um spores so you can buy these all day long in any strain you want Burma, Penis Envy, Golden Teacher, Ghost, anything that will do your research, figure out which ones you want. You can buy spore syringes. You're off and running. Remember what I said? It's the sperm. It's the very beginning. So it's gonna, it's Las Vegas. You don't know for sure when you shoot that spore if it's gonna connect or not. Sometimes the jar comes up blank. Because you use spores. You use the basic beginning life form. There's another level out there. For if you're new and you want to, boom, get into this game. Pops is telling you, do this. Get on IG, Reddit, wherever you can connect with somebody. Ask for liquid culture. Liquid culture is the next step up in your syringe. I, I didn't have any. They're upstairs in my other um, chambers. That syringe, instead of being full of little black pepper dots, which are spores, 
It's full of clouds. We've spent a couple of weeks in the in the laboratory taking the print. And instead of just being a spore syringe, we've given a lot more life to that and turned it into a liquid culture. That liquid culture to sell back and forth is not legal. So you got to find somebody that's willing to work with you. And that syringe, because it's created, there's more life in it. So there's a whole underground market out here of people selling liquid cultures back and forth to each other. It's the way if you want to get in the game, you want to like get your stuff going quick, you'll want liquid culture. If you want to be at home and look, I'm really worried about what's going to come in the mail, you'll want a, a spore syringe. But guess what? At the end of the day, once you've taken your spore syringe and shot it into a jar or you take a liquid culture and you shoot it into the jar, you're at the same point. You're growing. So what do you want? And for me, I'm over being afraid of the law. I'm over worrying about any of it. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I don't think that there's a whole lot to worry about anymore. There, Johnny Law's not chasing the mushroom guy right now, especially somebody that's not making any money at it. They're not worried about the guy that's broke. If there's anybody that's chasing, they're going to chase the mushroom cartel guy. And I don't know who that is. There's not a lot of guys out there making a thousand million dollars off of mushrooms. Another thing is they're not too worried about it, especially here in Michigan. You know this. We're really covered over here. We got some really forward-thinking prosecutors. There's a zero bail policy going on, a $100 fine, first time you're um, caught doing anything. They don't care. There's really forward-thinking. And the idea at the same time for us, man, if they're not looking, get to work. What are we doing hiding in our basements with masks on? People online teaching teaching with masks on who the hell is going to follow a teacher that's wearing a mask you're practically saying come on guys let's do something illegal i'll teach you how are you kidding me have respect have decency have honor care about what you're doing and don't call it illegal because it's not what's illegal is the law that's telling you change it the only way you're going to change it is get out there in the star shine, not the sunshine, and tell people you're wrong. That's a bad law. You don't hide in your basement. We've been hiding in our basements and playing mushrooms for 20 years, telling everybody, oh, we're afraid of that law. Screw that law. Get out of there. Now we're doing that. We're only two years away from it all being legal. But you know why it is now, bro? Because the money guys already put his money in there. The big money is greasing the politicians to make sure it's legal. So they're already they're already behind a it's just a, a pops conspiracy. It's happening. You got the biggest money guys in the game, Peter Thiel. Zuckerberg himself, they're all tied up with the big corporations. They, you know why? You haven't seen one negative article about mushrooms in the last three or four years. Everything you're seeing in media is positive. They're spinning it so well, making sure that we're getting the idea that mushrooms are good. 
And they are, they're right. But they're doing it. So eventually when that's legal, they are going to then sell you the microdose they want you to take. I don't want you taking his microdose. I want you taking your own microdose. They're, they're setting it up to get legal now. And they're I'm good for that. We want that. But it should have been 20 years ago. And it could be faster. And don't be afraid of what you're doing. Don't be ashamed. If you live in fear, then you're living in the wrong direction. Nobody in fear, nobody that thinks what they're doing is wrong is going to give. You're not giving wrong. When you say this is the right thing to do and I got to give it away. Don't wear masks. Don't be afraid. And I'll tell you what. If somebody on the planet decides, nope, that old man should go to jail for what he's doing, I'll be out of jail in 24 hours. I'll be out of jail in 24 hours. Oh, he, they should take his house from him? That's okay. I have three more. I don't care. Take it. I'm not going to shut up. There's no reason to shut up anymore. Take my house. Take Put me in jail for 24 hours. I'll be out. And then... You think that this old man that can't shut the hell up isn't going to be on the news? Why am I kidding you? Because he's teaching people how to grow fungus? That's the other thing that cracks me up. You think putting me in jail is going to stop me from growing fungus? Fungus grows under my fingernails. I can grow fungus anywhere. It grows under our, I mean, fungus is the most basic thing in the world. And they're going to tell us we can't grow it. I own this property outright. I signed up when I was 20, 20 years old to bleed and die for this country. And you think that they're going to tell me I can't grow fungus in my own basement? Go to hell. I agree. Oh, with you. I'm bringing them in by the train load. The only thing I don't have is a billboard out front. So what would be a psychedelic or non-psychedelic? Uh, what would be one of your all your favorite mushrooms, you know, for any reason? Do you have a, a favorite in particular outside of psilocybin? It don't have to be a magical mushroom. It could be lion's mane. It could be an edible mushroom. Is there... Something there, one uh, in particular species that you're excited about? In, For me, you know, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, a magic mushroom. It's no, I get a species. Yeah, lion's mane is um very. Uh, I'm digging lion's mane. We're growing some great lion's mane. Um, lion's mane has some really neat properties, um, and it, it's also most of the time. On our microdoses, we keep our mixes pure, but it's a very good mix. We'll take, there's a certain mix in Paul Stamets, is big, he's like the godfather of godfathers in the mushroom world. And his uh, recipe, as it were, for microdosing includes lion's meat. He's got a about a 60%, don't quote me on this, but 60, 65% the psilocybin about 20% lion's mane, 
and some niacin in there. And that to him is like the perfect microdose. So lion's mane is, and even by itself, I have some some people that take lion's mane directly its own dose. And it's really, it just helps them. So lion's mane would be my next one. In terms of me and gourmets, edible mushrooms, that's the irony of ironies is never in my life have I ever been a guy that's liked even, I love the flavor of mushrooms always, but I've never been able to really eat mushrooms because that texture, I've always been, I could, I just would avoid mushrooms, pick them off of the, uh, put them on the pizza because I like the flavor, but then I have to pick the individual piece off of the mush, off of the pizza. So it's irony of ironies that here I am today, so sold out for mushrooms when it was a, not a food of choice. You know, as good as they are for you, it was just, I could never get past the texture. So I still am not a big eater of them. I, if I, I'm a grinder of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I can understand that. I can feel that. Uh, you know, I actually have a, a bugaboo about mashed potatoes. I can't, I, for some reason, really? I can't swallow mashed potatoes for nothing. I can eat baked potatoes, french fries, all that good shit, but to eat, take a spoonful of mashed potatoes, I I will choke. I just, guy. I can't get it down. I might be the first guy I've heard that, but I kind of can get it. You know what I mean? There's got to be a weirdy thing in there. I get it. Yeah. How interesting. I like hearing that. That's funny. So, um, is there uh what what are your thoughts one of this is one of question in chat what were you, what what are your thoughts on taking uh mushrooms to access you know other dimensions psychedelics to uh access other dimensions so i don't have my own thoughts on that uh in that i don't have experience so you're looking when we're going to use the word ignorant in a really nice way if people use the word ignorant in a mean way and ignorance simply means the definition of ignorance is going to mean the absence of knowledge or experience. So if someone's ignorant or an ignoramus means they just don't have that knowledge. It's, it's a blank space. I have never tripped on um, mushrooms. I haven't taken it to that level. And again, I'm just going to go to my own personal philosophy of pre, you know, if I call it a medicine, which is how I grow it and respect it then to me, and I'm not saying anything to anybody else, because this is all based off of just me. I'll fast forward for a second. I spent 15 years of my life as a, as a preacher, a Christian born-again preacher. And those, it's your job as a born-again Christian preacher is to tell everybody else they're wrong but your circle of belief is right and incumbent upon you is to win as many people to your belief as possible. And usually the way you do that is by convincing them they're wrong and you're right. So you basically sell Jesus to them. You become a good Jesus salesman. The better you can sell, the more people you get to your side and to your circle. So, I, I said that to say at 45 years old, when I quit that, I quit it for that reason because it was so hypocritical 
here I am pretending to be Mr. Jesus to everybody. And I'm this, follow me, listen to what I'm telling you. I know more than you guys. I'm right. Everybody else is wrong. And I'm at home jerking off to pornography just like everybody else is. I'm out sinning just like everybody else is. I'm out having the problems that everybody else, maybe I'm not screwing around on my wife, but I just pornography alone screwing around on your wife. You know, it just, everybody's a hypocrite that's trying to tell everybody else how to live perfectly. You're all a bunch of hypocrites. I was, I was chief hypocrite number one. And at the same time, trying to tell everybody else I'm right and you're all wrong. It's why am I telling you that right now? It's the last thing I'll ever want to do again is tell people they're right and I'm wrong or I'm right and they're wrong. Excuse me. I don't want to be that guy anymore. I quit being that guy a long time ago. I'm supposed to be the guy that says, this is what I know. This is my experience. And after that, I don't know anything else, man. And I'm blessed, bless you for being on your journey. And your journey is beautiful. And mine's okay, too. And there's no winners. And there's no losers. And there's no boundaries. And there's no circles. And there's no flag. Why does that matter to your question? Because I can't tell a guy that's been on a psychedelic journey that he's right or wrong for going on it. I don't know. I've never been on it. So it's not my job to tell him go on it or don't go on it. For me, I look at that. I grew the medicine not to go on a psychedelic journey. I grew that medicine. Again, back to my analysis of being a doctor. If I'm going to prescribe oxycodone or uh, codeine, uh, cocaine, anything, you can use medicine in a limited amount for right reasons. I think you can abuse anything. And I'm not, I'm not the guy that wants to. I'm going to call it abuse for me, not for someone else. But it would be abusive for me to take a psychedelic amount. So I've never done it. You know, so that's all. Know, this is my thought, Pops. Okay. The, you know, I, would it, is it abuse? I mean, seriously, I, I've been on a few deep trips. And to be for honest me. with you, I've heard you talking about opening up doors. And yep. when you get into that deep, into the uh, mushroom experience, I'm here to tell you, it opens up doors in your mind. Because you even said yourself, it's rewiring your brain. When you're in them heavy doses, sometimes what you find when you're in there can be revelation. Huge Bro, revelations. It Bro, might even be things you never even thought of that you agreed with. Bro, you're completely nailing it. And I'm the same thing from you and from countless others. So I'm good with that. That's why nobody says, don't take this amount. Take whatever's working, whatever whatever you're looking for, whatever experience is best out there. Man, after my 63 things around the star, I don't, I'm just not, I don't need today. And I might tomorrow, I might wake up tomorrow and go, man, today's the day I'm going for the big hero dose. I don't, but it just haven't yet. So I'm ignorant on it. That's, that's, there's, I'm glad to hear that people are getting that. And for me, you know, I, I honestly think, you know, for a lot of people, it shakes their their whole way of thinking. You know, and this, I, you know, I kind of hinted to this. And I'm hopefully not, you don't mind me. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm not thinking that's as much from the organics as you get your DMTs and your LSDs, your ketamines. Those are the ones that are like people come out of it with 
you know, new concepts and things like that. And again, and I might even go skeptical on that and say, it did it really change your mind? Did it really change who you are? Because I don't see you giving a loaf of bread to somebody today when you didn't yesterday. It's just telling you, you're just getting to go, wow, I had a great experience. What did it do? I don't see you being different today. Nobody, very few people go on a, some magic mushroom ride and then come home and all of a sudden they're kinder and better and they, they're giving away the farm and trying to find a way to make the planet better. So uh, I have some skepticism in that. It's like, did you? Who did you really do that for? Did you just do it to go have a freaking nice, like having a a different thing than having a six pack that weekend? Because if it's not really changing lives, I call bullshit. I'm here to tell you. Well, I would I would have to say to that I would have to say you should. Uh, just like any other experience, you'd you'd have to drink that six pack to see if it would change your life or not. I would have to almost say you should set aside a weekend and challenge yourself to go down that journey, just so you have the experience to speak from with your patients. No, I'm, I'm with you. And I'm not. I'm not discrediting anything of the knowledge that you have. But and no, no, let no. me. Like, hopefully, if you will, uh, let me tell you. You know, I actually had a life exchanging experience with them. And again, I would right there with you. I, you know, I always thought it, they were almost like a recreational thing. You know what I mean? You could take them just to have some fun and it would, you know, just for laughs, you know, to, to enrich your experience. Yeah, that's and this not. is what kind of happened to me. Uh, I, I actually had a steady supply of some philosopher's stones, and I was getting them uh, wet, fresh from uh, what uh, the source is irrelevant. So they were coming wet, and I was taking them. They're terrible, terrible to eat, <laughs> to chew up and eat. So uh, I, the next the next round that I was given was dry. And when I weighed up the dose I was going to take, I didn't consider the wet to dry weight. So I took a heavy dry weight. You know what I mean? Not yeah. taking the water out. Yeah. And boy, uh, Almost that like an experience. Oh, it was tough. It was yeah. very tough. What if folded in front of me that night? And again, that's it. after that day. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna tell it. Um, so I went in that night and things got really intense, super intense. It got to the point where I was seeing things that, and, and again, when I say see things, I didn't physically see, you know. It was more or less acquiring knowledge, you know what I mean? Like I, like something like I downloaded a file, and I already already realization. And it what, what? Yeah, what I was seeing was terrible. To be honest with you, it was terrible. I didn't want it to be true. I couldn't talk. I actually had to call somebody, my daughter, to be honest with you, just to have her on the phone. I needed to. I needed that lifeline to know to reality. 
I needed to know I had one foot into reality. Somebody could say something, you were okay, this isn't just in your head or whatever. And it was tough. What was playing off in my head was so very tough to deal with. And I was forced to face it and, and deal with it. It all played out within the next year. Everything that I acquired, everything that file that I downloaded, that progression came just, through. Just now, bro. And when it came through, I, I, it was like I had already dealt with it. People were asking, how are you dealing with this? It, it, it's like, I've already been here. I've already done this. And every after that, it was when I started seeing the angel numbers. And you can call bullshit on this all you want. Bullshit but it was after that, that they were I, so apparent, I could no longer, I couldn't even dismiss it. I couldn't even dismiss it. The need to, you know self-realization and wanting to take a spiritual path what felt very strong and it, it, my life changed after that dose it honestly changed the way i respected people the way i treated everybody the way i wanted to be treated everything changed through okay. that trip and okay. it was very intense and very forceful but again and even on that level i now i think i'm more empathetic you know, since that that journey, I'm now I can honestly, I feel like I can pick up and sense when people are having troubles, and I'm almost feel like I'm drawn to help. You know what I mean? Okay. Asked or not helped, I I feel that need to interact sometimes. But it it was definitely a true life exchanging experience, and I'm not the only one that's you know had similar experiences like that. I mean, it, once them doors are unlocked. You know, you they're open. You know, so, you feel like you you there is an akashic record that could be accessed. You, you feel that almost like hippie need. I, I know that's a terrible feeling, but you feel closeness to everything that's going on, the frequency that comes from everything. Uh, it, it's kind of weird. It is really weird. So I feel like the the roles got reversed here accidentally, and I didn't. There might have been a complete misunderstanding in that I, when I call bullshit, I'm not calling bullshit on the fact that people have an experience. They definitely have. You're definitely having people go, whoa, boy, I definitely have an experience. There's no question. They went to the mountaintop. Had a mountaintop experience. Happens all the time. It's fun. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's it's a struggle. Sometimes it's a bad trip. I we're, there's trips happen all the time. What I have a trouble, what I have my call the bullshit on, is life changing, life changing. And I'm not calling it on yours, bro. And again, this is me sitting here. I started all this saying I'm not the guy that gets to tell anybody what they do is right or wrong, or even really judge. But when people, at the end of the day, talk about something changing their life, me. From my end, especially spending 15 years watching the hypocrisy of it all, I tell them, show me the change. Don't just talk about it. I want to empirically see that you're different today than you were a week ago because that happened. I see a difference. All of a sudden, you don't smoke. You stopped cussing. You didn't beat your wife anymore. You stopped kicking the dog. 
you the heroin needle is now broken what's the you are given something you you stop caring about yourself and you care about some where's the real evidence i'm not saying it doesn't happen on occasion it does not that often it's a trip and that's my problem i don't want it to be a trip i want it to be a changed life so when people talk about changing lives pops just asks for one thing show me show me one tub at a time that your life has changed and i'm in my life's changed Other than that, you know, I, to that, that's what I, I'm I would have to say. You don't, you don't need much convincing because you're, you're very fired up in your journey. You obviously know it's changing. It's doing the, it's doing what it's supposed to because you are changing lives one at, one tub at a time. Yeah, you know it's doing something. And I watch what it does for other people, and I watch some people who really, oh, wow, that guy is completely changed who he, man he's the he came here as a goofball he was, couldn't keep his couldn't stop from running around he is really he's calmed down his 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 balance has changed he's he looks now he's not looking for how he can make a buck but how he can give a buck that guy's life has changed then I got other guys how can I flip 40 today man I gotta get I don't know, make some money at this we're gonna go make a bunch of money who are you gonna make money off of who do you think is going to be buying all that stuff? Reason. Who, if you think you're going to go do four, I want to do forty pounds tomorrow. Who are you selling your forty pounds to? To poor people that have PTSD and anxiety, and you want to take advantage of them by making money off of them? Who the hell are you? I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to the guy that needs it because his wife has lupus. And his wife with lupus, I have another, she's with migraines and she hears music. Music! Can't enjoy music. Pops. She microdoses and we dance. We dance, bro. They dance as a couple in their living room. And for years, she couldn't listen to music. That's life-changing. One little microdose did that per day. She didn't have to go to no mountaintop and have no freaking, oh, I saw stuff. And I'm not just counting anybody having experiences. I want to see them change a life. What's really going to change a life is if you could start farming and show someone else how. Then you get focused and you get calm and you say, this is what we're going to do today. We're going to do three of these. And when we're done, I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the grow store and I'm going to pick up a little bit of seed and then I'm going to pick up my bags and I'm going to make sure my pressure cooker is set up and I'm going to have uh, got to order some new needles and I got stuff to do, man. That's life changing. The guy that's sitting at home on the couch and he goes on a trip on the weekend and he calls me and says, Pops, I saw an angel yesterday. This on my life changed, taking psilocybin. I say, you're bullshit. Your life didn't change. You went on a trip. I want to see your life change. That's what I was talking about, bro. And I'm not talking about you. I think your life has changed. Look at you. I told you at the very beginning of the show. 
you're a freaking mind hero. You're putting more hours in than me. You, this is, you're allowing me on your platform. So bless your heart. But don't buy the game that suicide, all these people going on trips are changing their lives. No, they're going on trips. The guy that's changing lives, one, he's usually took did the right thing, the right setting, the right time. You know what I'm talking about. You are changing life. You you know, there is, you know, I agree with you. I would much and rather talk about somebody like you that it, knows the, 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 the right value thing. in the one the one mushroom. You know, I mean, this one mushroom can change lives. I don't give two shits about that guy that can wants to profit off the medicine. I had that conversation the other night with a grower. We talked about yields and, oh, you should be crushing it, this and that. And it's all wait, wait, wait. I told that guy, you are in it for the wrong fucking reason. If you're worried about the weight and not the quality and, you know, the amount, the, the medicine that you're putting forth, your heart's not in it. You're in the you're in it for all the wrong reasons. You're in it for all the wrong reasons. It's a yeah. medicine, and it's that's what it's about. There's techniques available to us to speed up the growth. There's techniques that oh, you want to maximize. It's all there, and it's okay. Do it. You have every right to make money, family, buy a yacht. You have every right to do anything you want with your time, space, and and skills and. What your blink on the planet, spend your blink doing whatever you want. It's okay. I'm not here to tell anybody, don't spend your blink doing what you want. But I'm not going to respect the guy with the yacht, and I'm not going to respect the guy that's in the, in his blink to, at the end of the day, just make a bunch of stuff that's going to turn out to be rust. That's what you spent your whole blink chasing rust because at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything. What you're going to do with your pile? What you're going to do with it? Spend your blink. I mean, we got, you have no clue how you do. We all, this, our space, our time is so small. So little. I started in January. I'm looking at March now. I'm like, how the hell? We're a quarter of the year's already gone by. I had a bunch of plans, a bunch of stuff I wanted to do. I've been doing other stuff instead. This is all in my blink. My God, I want a bunch more. I want my blink longer. I want more blinks, but they're not here. So do the right thing in the one you got. I, I just, as far as the trip goes, what do you, what, so I guess this is a good question because of what you've said, as far as like, you know, your spiritual side of things, you being, you know, a minister there for a while, do you believe that the mushrooms do have, uh, it can be used as a spiritual tool? Okay, so spiritual again, I think we've made that up as men. I don't think nature cares about spirit. I don't think that it's, I think that it's our own ego, something, we think that something out there is bigger than us. <laughs> there isn't a lion, a giraffe, a walrus, uh, um, uh, even our dog that cares about a creator bigger than them. 
They just care about making sure that they live today kindly and peacefully in their own tribe. They're not killing each other. They're not, you know, the, and if they are, there's a certain, they're living by the law of their nature of their own tribe. The old, in the baboon tribe, the old might get kicked out. And they have a, they have a nature, they follow their natural trait. Here, we've created all of this other outside stuff. Even money itself, that's an imaginary, we created it. We said, I'm going to agree to create, at one time it was wampum, then it was, you know, seashells, or it could be beads, or it could be, oh, now we call it gold. We put value to something, and then we agree to trade it back and forth. Now they, a stimulus check, nothing to it. Just print a bunch of numbers and stick it in my bank. It's all fake. It's all made up. And everybody on the planet's agreed to buy into that fake system. We've all said, yeah, let's fake each other out. Like, pretend these numbers are real. Like, they have a value. Pretend there's a creator. There's something spiritual out there. there for me, there's not. I'm going to live. I'm going to die. I'm a tree. A tree doesn't give a shit about whether or not it was had a creator or not. It just doesn't want to be cut down. And I don't think too many that what man is, we created it all. That's not, that's my opinion. And that's after 15 years. Like, you better get into the Jesus camp or you're going to go to hell. You're going to burn forever. And it's just, really? Somebody proved to me with empirical evidence that there's something beyond the grave. Something created me other than my mom and dad and, like, you know, an ignition of life. But the minute we put I creator can't. there, the, my, for me, the minute I put creator, the minute I put something like I'm supposed to look up to and I'm getting guidance from this guy, that guy, I'm all of a sudden not responsible for my own actions. No, I don't have time for that. Today I want to wake up and find a way to be good. So I I guess this is a, a good point to uh, since that that day. I'm sorry if I. It's actually. I'm sorry oh, if I. Gosh, no. Gosh, I no. No just, way. I absolute crutch. It's not a crutch. It's it absolutely handicaps who we can be together as people if we would drop all of that. Say we're a bunch of just creations. Like natural creations. We came from nature. Let's be natural to each other. In nature, nobody's out there trying to take money from each other. Nobody's out there trying to profit. There isn't a lion on the planet trying to profit off another lion. They're not doing that. The lion out there, one owns his little group. The other one has his little area. They own Whatever. Lions are living like lions, but none of them are out there trying to figure out, how can I have a yacht? And make sure the janitor doesn't have a fucking salary. And then it's okay. It's okay we do that because we're spiritual. We're spiritual beings. Jesus Christ. Stop being spiritual then. If that's what it looks like. I bet you're the most spiritual guy in the games. The guy that owns the yacht. 
I he probably had all kinds of crystals in his house. He, he probably is the biggest donator to the church. He owns, he, there's a hall at the church with his name on it. Disgusting. I actually uh, chased the Buddhism trail myself. Buddhism, Moralism. Buddhism is so close to nature, but again, it puts me in a tribe. I don't want to be in any tribe. So I can't call myself a Buddhist because it's a tribe. It's a circle. But boy, is that that's a situation where there's just respect for life and nature. And and that's very, very basic and kind. Kindness. Pursuit of kindness. Dalai Lama's number one. That figure out what is kindness? How do I pursue kindness? How do I be kinder? Put myself out of who I am and be bigger for others than for myself. That was one of his number one focuses. I love that. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you. You know, and I have to, I have to say again, you know, it was part of that trip that sent me along that way. You know, I, it was all relates back to that one crazy night that really set me on a path to wanting to do better and realizing that it wasn't material bullshit in my life that was going to make me feel better about myself. It was reaching out and, you know, doing more for humanity. That's where I was necessarily, you know, feeling some type of, you know, place in life, some kind of fulfillment was, you know, reaching out and doing the right things. And it's through that journey of helping others that I feel more enriched. I don't feel the need for money. You know what I mean? It's weird since I've went down this path of, you know, helping others doing this thing with cannabis that, you know, my life has changed. You know, I don't worry about money as much and then fucking things when I need kind of tend to pop up as I need them. And I don't put, you know, emphasis on that dollar anymore. I just, I, I, my own, the focus is on doing the right thing these days. And then again, it, it, it has lined up so much with what you preached tonight, you know, what you've talked about. And, you know, I still think it was, uh, I know how you feel about this. Group. I, I feel it's a little bit of faith that you were sent here to kind of, as a reminder all over of the things I believe in. Bro, trips are bad, bro. There's no spirit, bro. I don't mean all that. I just, man, I'm just wanting to come from a fresh perspective of not being so dialed into all of the buzzwords and all of the crap that we get programmed with. Man, I'm freeing myself from that. I don't want to play the, any of that. No, no linear thinking. And it's a challenge. I'm not even very good at it yet. Every day I want to not think of wins and loses and spiritualism. And I just want to think, man, I'm a tree today. And how can I freaking put shade on someone? Not bad shade. Shade. Cover them. Man, that's if I can just, and it's remembered today. And it's, again, it's not a sun, it's a star. That's a star, man. And then you just, that's just all I got. And I'm not freaking, uh, and work hard, work hard, show people how to work hard, be good, be kind. 
kindness or light. Be a kind of soldier. But I have a great message for sure. Yeah, so the, if people wanted to reach out to you on Instagram and uh, seek a little bit of advice on uh, strains and dosing and learning how to get things started, can they reach out and uh, pick your brain and ask you some questions? Pop grams, pop shrooms two on IG. Pop shrooms two on IG. Look for us there. And then I'm also on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's called Pop space just pops my first name on it excuse me again i'm coughing like more than normal here on the show <clears throat> i apologize pop shrooms and then i've got some videos on there a little tutorials i've got stuff we're doing in the lab i've got a couple of different oh i'm like you i'm doing a couple of talk things i don't have any interviews like this which is cool 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 as can be i have ones where i read something or i do some uh, tea with pops in the morning 9 a.m i'll be on, on my show on the morning 90 that's what i do 9 a.m uh pacific stand no eastern standard time tea with pops i call it thank you for giving me a chance to give a commercial there i didn't even know i was going to do a commercial but tea with pops 9 a.m on youtube and then i'm over at ig i probably do 12 Average about 12 posts a day. And usually, bro, they people, ah, Pops, you're putting so much on. It's energy for me. It's like fun. I'm going to set up a little photo shot. And mostly it's because I'm just showing stuff as I'm working during the day. I'm just photo journaling my day and sharing it. And pictures are worth a thousand words. So most of the time I'm wanting to show, hey, if you look at it this way, you can learn. Just look at the picture. And the other part of it, Pop Shrooms, our platform, what we believe here, how we've built our our brand, is if, if it were a brand, is we entertain, we educate, and we communicate. Those are our three planks of the platform that build this process. Entertain, I think, super important. We want to entertain people. If you're going to educate them and don't go out there being a know-it-all, tell them that I know more than you. No, man, feed it to them with happiness. Feed it to them with a little goofiness. Entertain as you teach. That's a good way. So entertain, educate, and you'll see on our videos, we have little goofy um, lab characters, uh, Professor Shrooms, and he comes in videos and does this and that. It's just goofy, and it's fun. I've gotten some feedback. Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? It's like, Pops, we want more. And I'm like, really? You do? And I'm like, heck yeah, give us some more movie. So we're educating and then we're facilitating communication. I don't know at all, man. I'm sitting here right now kind of embarrassed because I I just didn't have as much. Um, we didn't always agree on the same thing here, but we facilitated communication. We are communicating. We are opening up, that's opening up worlds. That's opening up like vast networks of information between you and me. We've said some things and there's these vast chasms. There's 80 people out there going, I got that part. I understand that part. I agree with him there, but I don't agree with him there. It's not linear, man. We're all in this big old clump bouncing around and just being a family. Michael family on IG, we're my family here. It's Eagles family. 
It's a cannabis world. Man, at the end of the day, it's all family. If we don't make it that, go get a yacht. Go be the guy with the yacht. I want the yacht. Yeah, go be that. be that guy. If you don't want to be yeah. in this, go get the yacht. Be that guy. Because, man, I'm going to punch holes in your yacht, bro. I'm going I'm to go hang out with you and punch holes. Yeah. I'm going to that some Right? I, I agree. I want to, you know, I'm glad. I, I've had a great night. I've had, you know, an excellent night. I've enjoyed Thanks. this conversation. Thanks for you, know, you said we've disagreed a couple of points tonight. I I don't see them. Okay. I, I don't. I not not once. I didn't see the point we have disagreed. I'm pretty open minded. Okay. Right on. I, I just I, I try to be. I don't know it all. And sometimes it takes somebody with a wiser word to show you that you're not seeing things in the the right perspective. So and I try to take it all in. I wear the white coat because it's gonna fake them out. Like, oh, Bob's gotta know something. He's wearing a no. Honestly, it's like it when you wear rubber gloves to work in the lab. This the the lab coat's basically a rubber glove over your body. Basically, you're you're coming down. You're getting clean. There's also an aseptic uh, approach to everything you're gonna do is gonna be clean. You're gonna approach because you don't want to get yourself dirty. So everything you do is clean and appropriate. You do things lab appropriate. You know and you want it? It's it's the fact. I'm an old guy. If I've learned this when I was young, you want you want to you you want to be something. Uh, no, how, what's the right way to say it? Um, if you pretend to be something, you become it. Did you get that one? If you pretend to be something, you become it. Pretend long enough. Lots of wise philosophers. Yeah. You become what you think about. I, Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. Uh, who else? Pretend uh, something, a lot of... and you'll become it. Just pretend for a while. That's all I want you to do. Is just pretend for a while. Pretend to be kind. Tomorrow, one hour. Pretend to be not you. I know you are. You know, our listeners. Pretend to be kind tomorrow. See what happens. It's infectious, is what it is. But I know. But really, can you actually pretend, or are you actually doing it? You actually do it. I you know. Might pretend to get it going, but once you're mowing through the motions, you just tricked yourself. And, 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 it. and now you did it for one day. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it the next day too. And then. We all know that if you do something consistently for three or two, three weeks in a row, it becomes a, it becomes a habit. What's wrong with positive habits? I love positive addictions. Mycology, positive addiction. There's a lot of positive addiction. People, oh, addictions are bad. No, they're not. I know guys that are bike riders, man. That guy's the, the shape, most shaped guy I've ever, fishing, loves fishing. Oh, runners. Uh, no, there's a lot of addictions, weightlifting, body workout, but a guy goes to the library every day. There's a lot of really good addictions. Ones that put needles in your arm, too many pills up your nose, those are bad ones. But there's a lot of good addictions. Find one. 
There's nothing wrong with good addictions. No, well, I like the one that uh, I've heard of the best reference to cannabis is, you know, the best said is cannabis is a gateway, gateway to horticulture and a better life. Then that's are, what seems to be the reality your, of it. Man, I, when I first started to grow my first weed, I got so connected to that. I had the hardest time, bro. My first plants, I, this is how sensitive pops can be. I cried when I had to trim it, when I had to cut it. Man, I don't want to pray. I don't want to kill my baby. I put them on. I had a personal relationship with every one of those plants. You know what I mean? Personal. Even in your bigger grows, you can't have a relationship with 500 of them. But shrooms, it's the same way. I have a personal relationship with every tub. It's like, oh, my God, I don't want to have to harvest. You guys are so beautiful. I've been waiting for them to harvest. And then finally they are like, oh, my God, it's the hardest thing to do. So I love it, man. Horticulture turns. It you're creating life. You got to be part of it. You're not out there destroying anything. You're building. You're growing. And you know that whatever that is, especially guys like us, you're growing more than you can consume yourself. So somebody good's going to get something good out of it. The whole process, you're looking out for someone other than yourself. <clears throat> that's that starshine stuff right there. She's shining for somebody other than herself. The sun doesn't get anything out of it. She doesn't get anything out that, of it. She's it's given amazing that star what can actually come out of that star shine. You know what I yeah. mean? That that energy that comes from that ultimately turns into foods. Like you said, buds that are changing people's lives and attitudes. And it's it's an energy person. that's just being captured and re, 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 reused, recycled. She's giving it away for free. Not trying to freaking charge anybody for it. Starshine. So, how long? So, you have grown. I mean, what were some of the strains you've grown? Well, I mean, uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, you know, it's kind of back in the day. So, I'm going to, if it's strains, I'm off, off course a little bit. I, I definitely stayed with your Indicas. So, um, you know, if I remember correctly, it's probably some OG Kushes and some, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, gosh, it's been a minute, so I can't really remember strains that well in weed. They go in uh, uh, another reason why. I tell you the truth, I'll be honest. Oh, I hope not too many people are listening. Last year here in, Med in, in uh, Michigan, I've only been here three years. When I first got here, I got my medical marijuana license. Last year, I'm like, hey, I'm going to grow some weed. Got a little grow on. I'd done some other growing in the past. Long story. I forgot which this. I got clones to get started. And I didn't tag the the, um, the plants very well. I forgot what strains I had. I forgot. I didn't pay attention. Clearly, two or three of them were sativa. And the other nine were indica. They're a little bushy. The other one were... Okay, at the end of the day, confession, I trim, I cut them all, I trim them all. I melted the two together. Didn't, I mean, you know, buds, I didn't like, oh, keep the indica separate from the sativa. They all went in the same bags. Didn't matter. And since I had completely forgotten the strain, 
I started calling him Detroit Diesel. I'm from the, I mean, we're here in Detroit. So I'm like, man, this shit's the Detroit Diesel. You got to get some deep, got a few pounds. That stuff went like that fast because it was really good, homegrown. People, Bob, can I get some more of that Detroit Diesel? Can I get some Detroit Diesel seeds? I want Detroit Diesel. I created a strain, bro, out of just calling it a name. That's my whole point. Is there I actually there actually is a Detroit Diesel? No, <laughs> no kid. Motor breath times locomotion. <laughs> Detroit Diesel. For the first time out loud, right now, first time on the planet, I'm telling the truth. And the whole point is, I think it may crop up. I don't know what it. I don't even know it. And I know that there's real genetics, and I know there's. Uh, I don't need to disrespect your cannabis industry ever one second. I just know. How dirty I am, I can mess anything up. And if I'm that bad, a lot of people out there are doing it too. And they're doing it to the mushroom industry. You're out there calling stuff stuff that it's not. You're out there telling people it's stuff that it's not. So just as guilty as I was last year to your wonderful, and I mean it sincerely, it was wrong. I should have found out what the strains were and told people the truth. Nope, I'm selling you Detroit diesel. And all of that to tell you, bro, I can't remember what I grow. I just know I grow good weed when I grow it. And then I make up names. I'm just glad I, you're growing it. Yeah. And then I make up just names. Just the same as the mushrooms? Yeah. I'm glad you're make, providing your own lesson. Well, because I can't remember. Oh, evil. Evil pop. I'd be happy to send you some cannabis seeds. I have tons of flavors I, I, I could send you. I love that offer. Thank you, thank you, and I mean it. I have a little bit here, and I wanted to get my grow on. I'm nice. I bought a freaking nice greenhouse and put it in my backyard, and I was gonna get my uh, winter crop going. Now, oh, maybe I'll go to spring. And I just don't have time. I can't serve two masters. I can't do the shroom and teach and do all of this and do my shows and all. I can't, and then give the um, give a weed grow what it needs, and uh, tr treat her right. I don't have the time, so I have to take. I have to decide. And it's a shame because I, I I miss it, but I don't because I like shrooms better. Growing shrooms. I don't blame you to be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you, man. If I feel, do uh, you feel like I'm cutting out on you? If I I got some DMs, a little bit of work to do. I got to be up at before nine for my little show. What time oh, is it? Oh, heck no. It's 2.08. You went way past what you said you'd do for me tonight, and I can't thank you enough. Before you go, I'd like to uh, tell you a couple of things. Um, one, I think I already told you. Please keep this Zoom number, this invitation. It's always good. Okay. For other shows, uh, Monday nights are uh, dedicated wormhole nights. And, like, say, after we do this show, I'll fire up the wormhole. And it's always open to past guests. Anytime that you pop on the channel and you see a topic that we're talking about and you just want to come on and hang out, you're always welcome. You know, uh, you don't need an invitation it's an open invitation. Please use Thanks. it when, it, however you see fit. Okay. The last thing I'd like to get from you, Pop, is uh, a sound bite. Uh, it's like the old school radio sure. type thing. 
Uh, basically, what I would look for is, hey, this is pops, uh, pops rooms, pop, pops rooms, and I'm on fucking talking shit with that eagle. Episode three fifty three. You can plug your show. You can add whatever you want to okay. it. Uh, but basically, it'll be your commercial for this episode, and I'm recording just this portion. Whenever you're ready, I would love to get your soundbite. Okay, I'm going to give you a soundbite. Let me make sure I got the name right on it. So, fucking talking shit with Eagle. Yes, sir. Did I have that right? I can't wait to yes, scream. Sir. Fucking talking shit with eagle okay i'm ready i'm ready when you are my friend hey 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 everybody this is pops shrooms and i'm on episode number 353 that's 353 with fucking talking shit with eagle it's been a great show um yeah, you can catch me on YouTube, Pop Shrooms, or also Instagram, Pop Shrooms 2. But the best guy to catch is this eagle right here. See if you can catch an eagle. Pops out. Thank you, Pops. That was amazing. And I know we've been dumping your uh, information. Weed is 207 amongst uh, the other moderators have been putting links to your IG and your YouTube all night long. So hopefully everybody that watches this channel will subscribe to your channel, both the YouTube and the IG. Hopefully that they have any questions, they'll uh, come asking you. Hopefully they won't bomb you, but hopefully they will look you up. I'm used Thank to you it. again. This has been amazing. I've had it a great has- night. You, man, I'm, I'm, I have a crush on you now. I'm obsessed by you. <laughs> it, it could be mutual that made Thank you, you laugh. my friend laugh i made you laugh you did you did right it's making not easy to do either making someone laugh's an act of kindness bro don't forget that because it really feels good it's good for our souls it's good for our our face muscles your brain gets a little dose of some kind of dopamine or something when you laugh that's an act of kindness go make someone laugh you freaking hottie, you. <laughs> Thank you, we good? Pops. I'm going to go ahead. We're good. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. How do and, I hang uh, up? Thanks again. How do I hang Just this thing up? Just press the screen, tap the screen, and hit leave, and you will be out of here. I appreciate you. You gave me a chance to be Pops tonight. See ya. Thank you, my friend. It has been a great night. Thank you guys all for tuning in. It's been a miraculous night. I've had so much fun. You guys know the deal. I'll be firing up the wormhole in just a few minutes. But more importantly, you know the routine. Please do somebody something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I am a living, breathing example of that. And you'll never, ever get me to quit saying it. You guys have a good one. I look forward to seeing you guys here in the wormhole in a few minutes. Thank you for watching. It's been a good one.